The Stage Door Show. Celebrating the independent artist. With your host, Dave Hondell. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Stage Door Show tonight. This is Dave Hondell. Well, tonight is a real treat for me. I'm a big fan of live theater. And I have with me the writer and one of the stars of the first production of the 13th season of Up Theater, located in the Inwood neighborhood of New York City, the best punk band in Conway, Missouri, which runs from uh, May 3rd to the 20th. So let's welcome the production's writer and artistic director of Up Theater, Kirby Fields, and one of the stars of the show, Zuzu. So welcome to you both. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Uh, so I want to start with you, uh, Kirby, uh, the artistic director of the Up Theater. You know, explain to my listening audience uh, what the Up Theater is and talk about its history a little bit. Sure. As you suggested, uh, Up Theater is in its 13th season. Uh, its uh, mission, its reason for being is to uh, serve the uh, community of Upper Manhattan with the quality theater. Um it was founded by a number of folks who live up here in the neighborhood, and uh, we prioritize uh, uptown artists where possible. In fact, the reason why I got involved with Up, I think, 11 years ago in the first place is they put out a call for scripts and specified uptown artists when they did so. And as someone who was sending stuff out everywhere, it felt great to be able to submit to uh, my little corner of, of Manhattan. Um, we do good work. We good. We work with good, good people. Um, and I think one way to look at the work we do up here is that we kind of bring a downtown theater vibe to upper Manhattan. Yeah, I mean, for for those who don't geographically know where Inwood is, I mean, that's on the tip of Manhattan, which it's way up there. I mean, it, it you can it, right, it takes a you while can, to get up there, and but yeah. but this is great that, that I mean, have theater anywhere in New York is great, but to have Inwood, I mean, it's so historically significant of a an area in Manhattan as well. So to have this theater there, I think it's amazing. This is this already had a little bit of success, and uh, you know I, I know you you've had this. Uh, it's once it's won an award um, uh, in twenty nineteen, right? It was featured at the Landing Theater's New American Voices Festival. The Landing Theater is a company in Houston. I think four plays were selected for a series. Uh, unfortunately, that actually was in twenty. Uh, 20, so uh, the full experience ended up being an online Zoom type presentation, but I learned a lot about the script and met uh, a lot of other great theater artists along the way. So uh, I did have a development opportunity with them before. Yes. That's awesome. You know, Zuzu being one of the stars of the show, and I understand there's like eight uh, actors that played 50 different parts and, and roles. So talk about the challenge of that, number one, and just performing, you know, this type of music as like punk music. And, uh, you know, talk about the challenge that you face in your role as Presley. Yeah, well, first off, I'm very happy to only be focused on one role, which is Presley, <laughs> um, because I see what my other fellow actors do and they really have their work cut out for them. They are handling maybe eight to 10 characters at a time throughout this play. And, you know, some of them are highlighted more than others. And we get to dive into those small featured uh, characters. And it's a real challenge trying to battle, you know, 
what Presley is going through as herself and her journey through this play, um, while also, you know, taking into account other people's experiences who live in Conway, Missouri. And, you know, it's important to highlight not only her point of view throughout this story, um, but everyone else in this town, because it's really about the town um, and, you know, specifically her, but I think more importantly, the town. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things and I'm sure it took a lot of research on your part and, and, uh, a lot of rehearsals, I guess, to, to get the part correct. Right. Oh, totally. I mean, when I first got the script and I was really just, I only had a few couple of pages of this and I was really looking at it, looking at it. I immediately, immediately felt like I identified with her and I feel like a lot of people can identify with Presley feeling secluded and trapped and misunderstood and, you know, feeling like an outsider and, you know, throughout my journey, throughout this rehearsal process and, you know, doing my own research in the eighties and, you know, where punk was and where music was at that time. Um, I've discovered a lot about myself as an actor, but also myself as a person and how to grow and be better and use outlets of music and people as a shelter um, to the rest of the world. And a lot of the time it's really difficult, um, this world. And I think Presley finds kind of this, you know, safe space within her music and with her band. Yeah. So Kirby, you know, writing this, uh, how closely did you work together? How much time did you spend to try to really kind of tell her this is really what I want, but at the same time, you know, kind of take what she's given you and adapt it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Our time has been spent in rehearsal, definitely, and I try to balance my relationship with the actors with uh, the relationship of our director, Rachel, and kind of make sure that everyone knows that that she owns the room. Uh, what I will say about Zuzu is something I shared with her the other day, which is Zuzu is an amazing reader, that she is ridiculously attentive to every detail uh, and will often come up to me with a note about something that happened on page 37 and ask me how it squares on page 45. Uh, and I'll be honest, sometimes I have to take a moment to go, okay, wait a minute, let me let me get my bearings here and figure out exactly exactly how that does square. Um, I hope my often my answers are are more often than not satisfactory to her. Um, but I will say that the the details in this script are on point in part because uh, she has such a sharp eye as a reader uh, and calls out every kind of little uh, little piece uh, as she's digging into her script. That's amazing. Uh, you know, and talk about the story and talk about the background of the story and and how this came about in the first place. Sure, it's a fake oral history about a fictitious punk band in the 80s in the Midwest. Uh, it features uh, kind of both older and younger versions of the main characters. So Zuzu plays Presley in 1988, while another great actor, Jess, uh, plays Presley in the present. Uh, they have a couple other characters as well, and they kind of look back on their experiences from then, sometimes agreeing with one another, sometimes disagreeing with one another. And it's all kind of contextualized uh, as, uh, excuse me, as Presley, as Zuzu was saying, uh, within this town of Conway. So those other, you know, 50 plus parts flesh out the community in a way that kind of gives uh, Presley something to push against. 
Uh, it also features three original punk songs uh, live uh, played on stage by uh, by primarily not give too much away the younger versions uh, of the band. Yeah, so Zuzu, when you, when you got this music, I mean, how I mean, this is a real. I mean, you're really playing music, right? Correct. I mean, this is uh, this isn't nothing's tracked here. I mean, this is really live music, right? No, yeah, this is this is live. You know, it's me and two other actors, and um, we really we really kick off the show. Bam! Right into you know, I don't want to give a lot away, but yeah, right. bam! <laughs> no, it's great. Right into this, right into the show, and I think the music just encapsulates exactly what presley and her band wanted to go for in terms of their version of punk because if you look at in through music history 1988 you know when you like in the new york scene things were slowly starting to go we're going into 90s which is very hip-hop and grunge and you know you have you know complete 180 of music going you know coming out of the 80s and punk is very you know 70s into mm-hmm. early 80s so and we've talked about this a couple times kirby where we have discussed that small towns specifically in the midwest they get things a little bit later right um, than a big city like new york um and so we play with um time and we play with culture shock and we play with you know Oh yes, there is a scene over here, but there's also a scene in Conway, and there are these little pockets of culture that people bring. Even people who were born and st- have stayed there and were raised, and you know, Presley is one of those people, and she has created um, her own sense of identity with this music that Phil Yanos has written, and it's 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 incredible. You know, and I, I and I just I failed to mention this, but you know, Rachel Murray, the the director, you know, I, you know, I understand the writer and the director work more closely, I suppose, at the beginning of this, but uh, I want to give her a shout out as well because I know being a director myself, I know this is a one of those, um, especially now that we're out of the pandemic where we're we're coming out where people are actually going to the theater more. I think you know, writers, directors, actors like yourself, Zuzu. Uh, I'm going to pose this question to you. I mean. You know what? Uh, in 2020, everybody was locked down. They couldn't do anything. Everything was done by Zoom. So, how is exciting is it for you as a performer to be in front of a, a full audience now, as opposed to you know uh, something on Zoom where you can actually you know get that immediate reaction from the audience with, with what you're doing uh, to get that immediate reaction? So, how excited are you to do a production like this in front of actual people? Mm-hmm. I am beyond excited, (laughs) you know, I mean, I'm still really young, but when COVID hit, I was still in university and it, you know, shut everything down and I wasn't able to perform in front of audiences for a long time. We just filmed things and then sent them out and people would watch them on Zoom or, you know, it's pre-recorded. So to be actually be out there in front of audiences again and to have that response you know that's the most exciting part of why we do live theater of why you know it feels inclusive and i think i think audiences are really going to love that there's live music incorporated into this because it plays a big part in the story um and so i i don't know what to expect yet but i'm i'm hoping that it's just gonna 
blow everyone's mind away. So I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I mean, just just by just by reading about it, I'm excited. You know, I wish I was there to see it. Um, but you know, Kirby, with you as a, as a writer and also as an artistic director for Up, you know, the theater. Um, how many seats are the, is the theater, by the way? I truly don't know. I would say it would probably seat a hundred to one hundred and fifty, all fully in capacity. So, so I mean, it's, it's it's on the smaller smaller house. I'm, yeah, definitely. So more intimate, and yes. you know, as, as a as a writer, do you? Do you kind of take this as a as a director too? I mean, do you take this into uh, account the 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 house, how small it is, or how intimate it is by what productions that you have in there and how it's going to play play out? Because um, some sometimes, obviously, a bigger stage. I mean, uh, you you almost have to play bigger to the to the back you know row. Right. But now in such a small venue, a smaller venue, and it's a musically you know driven show. I mean, do you kind of take that into account? the you know the seating capacity and and how it, you know, does that make sense I, I don't know if i'm making sense but no, that that makes productions sense. you put there yeah sure i'll say a couple things there one i i personally gravitate toward more intimate theater uh and i should have said earlier that up focuses our full productions on developing new work so i find that new plays especially work really well in that kind of smaller intimate, space yeah. uh where you're really focusing on the script uh, and the story and the character. The other thing I would say about a place such as this, I, I hope at least, uh, is is I think it's going to be the equivalent of seeing a big band in a small venue. So right. I have seen, for example, a band like Radiohead in Madison Square Garden, and then also seen them at a club, and they're very different experiences and the right. kind of compact energy of the of the tighter space uh, uh, provides a kind of whole different kind of level of experience. Yeah, like I said, just it just I'm so excited for the success of this because I'm sure it will be. And you know, and Zuzu as a dancer, as I know you have a big background as a dancer as well. And did that kind of help with the movement pieces of of being a like a punk band front person? I mean, did that did that help with you, that background? I wanna say yes, but at the same time, I think it also was a struggle to let that go. Um, because I, you know, I was raised on, you know, a ballet technique and, you know, everything has structure. I know every part of my body from head to toe. And, you know, one day we had a punk movement call where we had to, <laughs> what, what it was like to be, you know, in a crowd of punks and you're pushing and you're, you know, we, we really describe it in the play and, and I hope audiences will really see that we tried to get that, the energy, right. Yeah. where you know it feels like you're just this energy there's just this energy ball and you're bouncing here and there and and it it just it's more of this feeling instead of oh i'm moving oh i'm touching here and i'm this but it's more about feeling base and not caring what anyone else is doing and knowing that people have your back so yeah. I, you know it's it's a community it's a community of punks I would imagine that it would be a challenge to try to kind of let go of that yeah. perfect, you know, uh, position or whatever you are in the dance thing and let it go in more of like a mosh pit type, you know, uh, kind of a punk, you know, uh, type of dance. Uh, but Kirby, you know, as far as uh, as far as this production, I mean, what do you want it to go like, let's say, five years down the road? I mean, do you have plans for this, I guess, after this or are you going to see how it goes and then 
maybe maybe go to festivals with it? Yeah, great question. I, I will say I'm realizing uh, how integral a process like this is to the finished version of the script. You bring in a copy that you think is in pretty good shape. And for the last couple of weeks, we've been doing a lot of kind of table work and then getting it up on its feet. And you start learning uh, what word is actually very difficult for an actor to stay on stage, for example, or how quickly does this action have to take given this number of lines that they have in order to do it? Uh, we, uh, I brought in some changes just uh, this morning based on some feedback that um, that Zuzu's counterpart Jess uh, suggested yesterday. Um, so with a show like this, when you get done with your 12 productions of it, I'm grateful for each and every one. By the time you get to the end of it, you're basically ready to open and you know what this kind of beast is. So yeah. I'm hoping to just continue taking what I learned to apply to uh, additional iterations of the script. Um, if you're a producer out there and you want to come check it out and take us on the road, you know, we'd be more than happy to do that too. I will continue uh, sending it out and um, and working as many contacts as I can, but I certainly hope that it has a life uh, beyond beyond this production as well. That's awesome. Uh, you know, and um, you know, Zuzu for yourself, do you ever kind of meet with Jess and, you know, are, are there, are there certain uh, personality, I guess, traits of, of Presley that, you want to make sure, I guess, that both the younger version and older version kind of keep consistent. I mean, is that something that you that you kind of meet together and talk about? We we have talked about that a lot and we've, you know, spoken about little mannerisms that she does. You know, it's very much like there's hair, like she's always checking her hair. She's, you know, a nervous wreck and she's not very social. Um so we definitely do keep an eye on, you know, our mannerisms and, and things like that. But I will say that there is a difference between how we play this character, um, because I am very in the moment of this. I'm the flashback. I'm something that has happened. And Jess is looking at it from a place of, oh, yeah, that did happen. And I'm going to tell it from my side. But there are other people who are sharing that. And I might feel different about it now than I did then. Um, so I try not to interrupt her process and she's, you know, kind of let me just, you know, take Presley as, you know, her 17 year old self, you know, so there's, you know, we, we change a lot in life and a lot of things happen to us. And I think that, you know, it we should show differences in Presley because we're not the same as we were 10, five years ago, you know? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, Kirby, where did you come up with Conway, Missouri? And I mean, as far as like, you know, why, why pick that town? And, you know, just, just out of curiosity. Sure. First of all, can I say, do you see what I mean about Zuzu being a fantastic reader? Uh, the the insights that she has about her character there are like, yeah, that's, that's, 100%. um, yeah, I certainly don't mind sharing. I spent, uh, I moved from San Diego, California to a small town in Southwest Missouri when I started high school. I spent eight years there in high school and college. My family is still there. So I go back, uh, you know, every year, know the area extraordinarily well. And while I think there actually is a town called Conway, Missouri, the the, the version in this place is, is a composite of a number of smaller towns in that part of the country right. that I got to know really well growing up. 
First of all, thank you enough for being both of you being on the show. But before we before we end, I, I just want to see what kind of advice you would have for like a new, like for you, Kirby, a new new writer. You know, somebody that that's that's a like a budding playwright, somebody that's uh, you know got new works like yourself. And you know, what kind of advice can you give somebody like that that's just getting started in in uh, being a playwright and uh, maybe words of inspiration? Mm-hmm. Um, I studied playwriting at. Carnegie Mellon University for two years in their MFA program. And um, a- along with giving us just nothing but the opportunity to write, which I think is the most important advice I would give to young writers is to just write as much as you can. Uh, another piece of advice they gave us was to just be mindful of kind of what you put in your head because it influences what comes out of it. So I would say, see as many things as you can and as much of a different variety of of things that you can um watch them critically and pay attention to how they are developing the story or enriching a character or using a plot and and i'll honestly steal as much as possible from these kind of uh uh resources uh that you take advantage of uh, on, on a regular basis yeah, that's great. Well said. Zuzu, how about yourself? How about like uh, words out there for like a new, uh, you know, somebody that's getting out, you know, just started in dancing or an actor, uh, you know, just because I know there's a lot of people out there. Trust me, I've been in New York many times. There's, you know, thousands of of kids just, you know, with that dream, uh, you know, that to, to be on Broadway or to, you know, to do any kind of, you know, theater work or uh, to be a dancer or whatever. So what, what kind of advice can you give somebody that's, that's just coming up, um, you know, and, and like as an actor or a dancer, it's, it's hard for me because, you know, I'm, I'm still beginning, you know, I've, I've had a lot of experiences so far and I'm very grateful for them. And, you know, I, I've always put trust in myself. And I think that if you have trust in yourself and you believe that you know where you need to go, and who you know and who you trust and the relationships you build with that. Um, because, you know, what I loved about working with Up so far is, you know, they're good people. And if you attract good people into your life, they will help you go far. You know, I think it's 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 important to find positive people in your life. Don't attract negativity. Don't mm-hmm. attract people who suck your light, you know find yeah. people who ignite it. Yeah. And I can, I can tell you both, both are good people and you both, you know, are very positive and uh, you know, you're, you're the epitome of why I do this show in the first place, you know, good people like yourselves and uh, you know, whatever we can do to support your show, you know, we want to do that. Um, I want to talk about this really quick. It's uh, it's at the Fort Washington Collegiate church it was at 729 West 181st street in New York, which is up in Inwood. Uh, but the tickets, bestpunkband.eventcombo.com. Uh, so that's where you can go uh, find tickets. Uh, it starts uh, May 3rd and it runs through the 20th. So make sure you check that out. Um, and uh, before we go again, guys, there's one more question that I have for each of you. Uh, I always end my shows this way, and I, I'll start with you this time, Zuzu. But uh, when it's all said and done, when your career is is uh, years down the road, uh, you know, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind uh, for those who think of Zuzu? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with the tough one. Um, I hope that I never stop making, you know, 
I've always considered myself a storyteller, and I hope that I continue to tell stories, whether that be mine or other people's and characters. And I, I hope that people see me as someone who is creative and full of light and love and wants to continue to push forward creatively and spiritually and, you know, heal. You know, we heal with art and I hope that I heal with art. That's great. Uh, how about you, uh, Kirby? I'm so glad you asked her first to <laughs> give me a minute to grab my <laughs> I hope someone who looked back on my body of work uh, was able to say that they might not always have liked the characters that I created, but they understood them and they believed that they were true. Yeah, this is amazing for both of you. And, uh, you know, again, best of luck. And uh, in, in, in I'm, I'm sure it's going to be successful. Like, again, any any kind of new works like this, you know, I I, I would wish I was up there. Uh, that's one thing I miss about living in New York City is be able to go to the theater and see some of the new works that are out there. So, um, but, you know, hopefully I get to see it someday. But again, you know, best of luck to you uh, on this and report back, please. And uh, we'll like <laughs> have you on the show after the run so you can talk about it. And, uh, you know, like, again, this uh, sustains success for both of you. So thank you for both being on the show. Be our pleasure to come back. And thank you so much for having it. Thank you so much.